I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Take a rest of it by those trees. But I don't know what they want. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I mean, I don't know, actually. I will slap your fucking hand. Standing very tall, yep. Very nice surprise. We only have six seconds? I love you guys so much. Yeah, you better make your decision quick. He's in a cold sweat. Down in the basement, eh? He'll sleep in the basement. Everlyn gets a real half-assed job. That was going to be my question. Here, I'll show you. Don't pour your coffee on your notes, Jack. Jack tends to get up with the sunset to go in and watch it and... Do some lethandry stuff and have a quiet sunset. Whoa, the sunset. He never even went to bed last night. Oh, oh, oh. He's an elf. What do you want? Die Shame. This is episode 148, Be Home and Dry. MVP this week is David Sokol for their kind and thoughtful Facebook post. Thank you for sharing such kind words about the show, David. Thank you, David. Enjoy getting a little spooky? Most Friday nights on our sister YouTube show, The Invictus Stream, you can catch GM Joe and Player Harlan as we dive into some of your favorite spooky games. The vibe is relaxed and the spooks are real, so join our Discord or follow us at The Invictus Stream on YouTube to catch the next live stream. It's gonna be a scary time. Ooh. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> The way into the temple of Anum lies shut. The eye of the Allfather is blinded. Our party stands blinking in the snow, surrounded by the rubble that was once the entranceway. The carved support pillars lie broken and beheaded. 
The fate of Harshnag and the ancient dragon is unclear. And you push your way through the snow into the forest, fleeing the temple. Ah. I think we make our way to the woods, to a clearing, an area that we can get far enough away yeah, I di- I just, from what just happened. We need to find somewhere safe to think for a minute. There's a, there's a lot a lot to sort out where we go next. Um, we got a long walk to get anywhere, period. Wish I had an airship right now. Mm-hmm. Look, let's just take a rest over by those trees. Okay. It's far enough away. And Red heads over and, and sort of sinks into the snow, mm-hmm. looking back with teary eyes at Aww. the rubble of the temple yeah and it's a it's a kind of a unique copse of trees that is kind of in the middle of a clearing and the the trees kind of gnarl over one another creating like a nice little area to sit but also they're i imagine them being quite strange as well sure there's there's almost a compulsive like for for a lack of something to do jack starts walking the circle and and performing the ritual to make like a, a you know the tiny hut for us to like be inside and safe for a minute as yeah as you know he, he looks in on his friends collecting themselves i mean it is coming up on nighttime so it would make sense that out of maybe nothing else but habit you're just it's time to go to bed soon so yeah but those automatic resources take over and you can think about it later yeah exactly <sighs> are you okay doran red says and puts a hand on doran's back well he was he was certainly a strong giant and you know uh I'm okay. Yeah. I, 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 it is what it is, Red. It is what it is. The hell was that dragon doing there? Yeah, that's what I want to know. That's that's the part that really scares me the most is where the hell did that dragon come from? I tell you, it gives me chills just thinking about it. Ooh. Do you remember anything about it? Any details that could give us a clue as to where it came from? Well, it was blue and meddling in giant affairs. Mm. And the Oracle had told us about a blue dragon meddling in giant affairs. It was the doom of the desert. That's right, Red Hat. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you hike until dusk. And then after settling down, and Jack makes the customary Liaman's tiny hut, mm-hmm. the four of you plus Kieran settle in for the night and nurse your own thoughts and when you wake up in the morning you are brand new shiny level nine adventurers that's oh, right oh. Level uh-huh. yeah i see why you put us to bed so quickly <laughs> it's, it's that like go to bed on christmas eve just go to bed yeah, and you'll, you'll like yeah. tomorrow so much more if you're awake you will That's appreciate right. this. <laughs> the spirit of Harshnag has instilled something with me. Congratulations, you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, it was really Thank hard. You. I worked really hard. Just got to give 110% <laughs> every we, day. We did work mm-hmm. really hard for that level. It, I was like, this was a rough how many level. hours of content? <laughs> yeah. A lot. Oh, we're fine. Yes. yes. We're well, fine. That was like a night's sleep. I mean, if people yeah, binge true, it, then true. nothing's really passed. <laughs> yeah. I must feel good now to be level nine. So tell me a little bit about the most exciting part of life level nine characters let's start maybe with uh jack the wizard gains precious little in some ways at level nine obviously the proficiency bonus and uh access to fifth level spells so that's that's pretty huge Mm -hmm. uh for jack that means we'd written teleportation circle into his spell book a while ago from the harpers Mm -hmm. and he gets to pick two new spells to develop and i think he has learned how to conjure elementals 
and create a wall of force. Very, Whoa, very exciting. That's yeah. cool. How forceful is the wall? I mean... Hey, what are you doing? Get, don't, don't, don't fuck you. <laughs> it's essentially a timeout. Do it. Is it a timeout? It's not like it's not like forceful in, in terms of like, eat that second cupcake. Mm. Do it. You should no, do it. No, it's more like go to your room and think about what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's more punish. It's more parental. Yeah, I, th- I think. I, I like certainly, that. I think that's Jack's take on it. It's it's inspired by his daddy issues. He's got a very much this uh, paternal like. <laughs> Whoa, Jack has daddy issues. Did you, it turns out I don't know how many episodes we're in, but I'm I'm just picturing us having a lot of conversations in the future about how well Jack remembers a place that he's been to before. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to it. Maybe let's move on to Red. Red, tell me about your favorite parts of your new level nine character. Well, red-handed Robin, level nine ranger. I mean, it's even less interesting than a wizard. My proficiency bonus went up, as it all did for everybody. And that's about it. I get a new spell. Um, I get a, finally, I get a level three spell. What spell? Mm. Uh, But I only get one, and I had to get rid of some of my other ones, so it's... I lost the ability to do my little... The, the thing I killed all the wasps with, uh, Hail of Thorns. Ah. I had to lose, but I gained Water Walk, which Ooh. will basically allow up to 10 people uh, the ability to walk on any liquid, including lava or mud oh, 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 or cool. water for an hour. So awesome. I had the, I had the choice between that and water breathing, but I figured as a wizard Jack would eventually be able to do water breathing if he wanted, but water walk to my recollection or to my study I should say was not a wizard spell, so I figured I would take that to be unique and uh It's a cleric spell. It is a cleric spell as well. Yes. yes. But I figured with you and me are a little bit oh, more... Oh, that's weird. It's a sorcerer spell, but not a wizard spell. Fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. yeah. <laughs> well, I think it really works for Red as yeah. like the terrain Absolutely. navigation yeah. person. Yes. Well, I was thinking water breathing would have been more useful. But again, I, I think Red... Yeah, I think it makes more sense to be like... Very fun. Jesus. I, I also love how you have to forcibly forget something in order to learn that new spell for yeah oh, so, i love that i mean like, it's hit yourself in the face with a rock i, really I just hard. think it's very red if he really tried he could probably remember both but it's just like in one ear out the other it's oh new shiny i can't do hail of thorns are you kidding but what a walk oh. i never did that <laughs> i've always been looking forward to the ways you will foil all of my plans i mean it's definitely one. a foiler mm-hmm. it is uh Krayloth, what do we have to look forward to for Krayloth? yeah okay so similarly to Jack, uh, as a cleric, Kraloth gets access to his fifth level spells. And um, a couple of note, there's a bunch of them that I I looked up and I've honestly already forgotten what they do, but some of them speak for themselves. First of all, I get Raise Dead, mm-hmm. which is like, if you die, I can bring you back to life. But I think it's got to be within a minute. No way. Or something like that. No, 10 days. Um, or maybe not. 10 days. Yeah, we got, got ten. Feel days comfortable. To don't even life. worry about it. Just you know, yeah. Don't Just yourself die. Ten what days. You, you still need a body for that, though, right? So if I like immolate you or throw you off a cliff or something. Oh yeah, I guess so. I think I need the body. But if oh. we go digging through the rubble of the oracle, maybe we can bring Harshnag back. Very exciting, cool and stuff. The other spell that I'm really excited about actually is Greater Restoration, which I now have access to. <laughs> 
which means that <gasps> we will be able stone to stone elf yeah stone elf side quest yeah yeah or any other stone people <laughs> any stone people at all yeah um very cool and doran last but not least. oh yeah so doran um other than just uh, you know i i'm gonna speak out of turn does everybody change like does everybody you're get... not out of turn alex it well, is your turn <laughs> well i guess well, doran doesn't get it then i do <laughs> he's electing increase. not to take it no, I increase on my proficiency mm-hmm. bonus, and then I take what's called indomitable. What Ooh, is that? That's uh-huh. a good one. Indomitable snowman. Indomitable just means I can re-roll a saving throw that I fail. Very cool. So nice. I will know I fail, and I can say I fail, but I'm re-rolling using indomitable. And if I do so, I must I must use the new roll, and I have to have a long rest before I can use it again. So you get to roll bad, awesome. use lucky a couple of times to roll bad some more times, and then be like, all right, I failed three of those. I'm actually indomitable. I'm trying one more time. Yeah. Doran is nothing if not somebody who fails often and continues moving forward. Yeah. Obstinate, stubborn. I love yeah. it. He fails uphill. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Good Fuck. stuff. Oh, shit. Fuck. Okay, I got this. I got this one. Yeah. Next one. Yeah, okay. exactly. Shit. Fuck. Very Doran. So... Morning dawns, the tiny hut has been covered in snow overnight, and you are enervated mm-hmm. with new powers and abilities. Mm. What do you do now? <sighs> oh, morning, guys. I'm just walking on this pool of water. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel refreshed. I feel stronger today. I don't think anything could stop you, Doran. Yeah. I think you're right, Jack. You feel- seem indomitable. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good morning. All right. So, uh, look, it was a rough night last night. I kept tossing and turning in my sleep, and uh, that moment with the dragon just kept replaying in my head. You know what could have been, what 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 could have happened if we uh, hadn't have done what we did. What what happened to Harshnag could have happened to us. Yeah, it didn't feel good. That's for sure. Yeah. Certainly not easy. Uh, I think I'm uh, probably going to be afraid of heights again pretty soon. Yeah. There's a, a, a reality check, as it were, uh, in my mind this morning. Hmm. As much as we've been pretty successful at taking on most challenges before us, that, uh, that dragon was something else. Mm. Red just says as he sort of like flops back onto his bedroll almost awestruck at the size and power at what they just saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, actually. We got through it unscathed. All we had to do was give away a couple of our trinkets, and it was pretty mollified. W- well, I... I think it's because we were beneath notice, right? Like, if... if yeah. If, it, if that beast saw us as any threat to its schemes, I don't know that we would be here today. And that's, that's interesting. Not only that, we don't know what similar creatures we might... I mean, who knows? We might be seeking that thing out next time we need to. Well, I, and I, I, this is where the, the politics of, of those dragons, I think it's really interesting. Because we've had Clouth give us an airship to fly around their territory and Clegiliumatar point us in the direction. And, here's, and here we've got Imrith, the Doom of the Desert caught up in their own schemes, not even considering us pawns on the board yet, hmm. which 
maybe that's good if we if we need to move against them. But I don't know what they want. I don't know what any of them want or how it relates to yeah. You know, other than they're probably all have some stake in the Giants being a mess. I don't know either. But and Red stands up. We do have our next goal in mind, or at least a few goals. And he picks up a scoop of stones from beneath the snow, and he sort of casually just tosses them down in the snow, sort of in an odd pattern at first as he's talking. Mm. There's the stone giant, uh, there's the um, cloud giant, uh, there's the fire giant. And as he drops each stone, sort of in an odd placement, he waits a beat after talking through each, and then casts minor illusion on top of the clean snow and it's a map of Faerun and each stone he's dropped is sort of referential to a point that has been pointed out roughly it's all over the map guys I don't know about you but I don't even know where to start well I think that's that's part of it and I Jack stops himself from moving one of the stones that's two millimeters <laughs> to the left but uh, but otherwise uh, it's a pretty good map he's you know uh, I will slap your fucking hand. I wouldn't dream of it, but I did. Like, there is that impulse, and he, he thought better, but don't worry. Banishing arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's just... See y'all in a minute. Gone. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so part of the transportation problem I might be able to help with, I, I've been thinking about those teleportation circles the Harpers were using, and I, I think I might have cracked the code how to, how to get to some of them. Up, up, down, down, left, right, A, B. Exactly. Yeah. The, the start select. Um, <laughs> and so as, as far as getting to some of those places where we, where we know we've got an address that at least gets us in the vicinity, it's, it's a little bit less hiking. Well, hell, that's, that's brilliant. Well done, Jack. It's, it's not nothing. Right. Well, uh, and Red takes a moment and he looks at everybody. He looks at Kraloth. Like, still with maybe a bit of dried blood from two weeks ago, you know, from just behind his neck. And he looks at Doran, whose beard is frozen and matted and dry. And there's so much dirt on his face that you can't even see. Uh, even the whites of his eyes are dark. And even Jack, who's like beat up and he stares down at his own hands. His paws are just caked in mud and dirt and blood. And he takes a, a breather and says... You know, I, I really want to go home. Not, not Mastica, but, but the closest I've had since coming here. What about you guys? Yeah, let's, let's go visit B and Orin and, and regroup for a minute. Orin, Kraloth? Hey, I'm in for whatever. I'm with you guys all the way. <sighs> it would be nice to be uh, back in a real kitchen again. Well, for all his flaws, my friend Dazan knows some pretty cool tricks, and th there's that teleportation circle he created just outside the Hamperet house. We could we could be there, you know, end of day probably. That quickly? It's magic. Huh. Take a hot bath. Mm. God, fucking get some nice warm weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I hate to tell I hate to tell you, it's still gonna be cold there. No, I talked to the GM. She gonna make it a nice day. <laughs> He hey, GM, is Fiverr. Make it a nice sunny one when we arrive, eh? You put in a special request. Uh, <laughs> so we go back. Back to the Hamperet house. We put our quest that is going to settle this dispute between the giants and the dragons on hold. 
and we give ourselves some serious R and R. No, 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 not on hold. No, no. Look, we we deliberate. Look, the next move we make is perhaps the most important decision we make. We need to figure out who we take on first. Look, we we were way out of our depths the first time we went to Gredhog. And I got to tell you, hill giants aren't that smart. But every other kind of giant just gets progressively smarter and harder. And who the hell knows what they're up to. I think we need mm-hmm. to do some research. I think we need to figure out what we can figure out and yeah. come at this with a plan. Because if, if we come at it sideways, we'll be buried under a mountain just like Harshnag. Exactly. Let's take some time to educate ourselves to get wise on the information. I want to chew over what Harshnag told us. It's been go, go, go since we left Waterdeep the last time and headed north to Amphail. God, Mm. we've barely had a moment between the odd stop here and there in towns. I'd love to be back in my own bed and, and just take a day to figure out exactly what the hell's just happened to us. And if we want, we can always be back on the road the day after. We don't have to stop any longer than we need to, so... Doran, Doran, don't you want to take a shit anywhere else but the woods? Are you talking to me? Because I'm fine shitting in the woods. Well, I mean, you'll still shit in the woods. Everything is the woods, but you don't have to shit against a tree. Listen, Red. You can shit in the outhouse. Like I said, I'm in for whatever we do. I love you guys. You're like my brothers now. And... We shit together in the woods, so wherever you go, I'm going. Hey, we shit together everywhere. You accept me and all my flaws, and I accept you and all your flaws, so need (laughs) I say any more? Kraloth, would you like to do the old one, two inside for once? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, inspiration. Uh, (laughs) Things start flying out of Jack's spell component. Uh, pouch as as you know rare chalks and inks and some like gem dust and stuff start flying around in a circle around us and yeah. in a minute later there's this intricate design pattern in the snow where we've been camping and in a minute after that the the lines light up and a shimmering portal sort of appears around us cool this is the first time that you've cast this spell jack yeah jack why are you erect oh <laughs> Oh, I see. It's just going so well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm erect too. There's this shot of us all standing at like our backs to totally erect. The camera. (laughs) (laughs) Standing very tall. Yep. At attention, boys. At attention. (laughs) Yeah, man. So this teleportation circle is inscribed in the snow. All right, well, let's go home. And Jack goes through. Yeah, Jack followed immediately. And then by Red you. snubs it out. Ha! <laughs> Sucker! <laughs> Finally, boys, let's have a good time. time. He bought it. Alone. He bought it, guys. Hershnag, come now. out. Let's come out, Hershnag. <laughs> come out, Hershnag. Imrith, Imrith. Dizon, Dizon, come back out. Come back oh out. Bea and Oren are almost here. They're meeting us over by the big tree. That's so mean. We rented a castle for the weekend. How many fucking uh, wizards do you think had uh, that pulled off? You know, too many. Oh, that's actually funny. It, 
<laughs> just kidding oh no kieran trots faithfully through the teleportation circle directly after you jack and then the rest of your party who loves you my one friend <laughs> um, yeah. red steps in gives the middle finger to the far north and disappears <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you're me first Doran. and i feel like at this point this is the point where Doran's kind of been like staring off into the distance thinking about things and only coming to the conclusion that like we're going through a portal because he's he going up to this conversation he was like okay we're hiking home i love you guys so much wait what the fuck are you talking yeah, about exactly <laughs> wait a minute you? where are we wait where'd you go <laughs> you're and 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 it was like shortly i guess it was shortly after you know jack went through the first time doran's like wait wait a minute we're we're going we're going through that again yeah, oh. yeah, we're we're going through another portal. Now this one's might be more unstable than the ones that the Harpers made. More uh, unstable. I don't know. Burn. Ouch. Can, can we go together? <laughs> I don't know. I mean he grabs some twigs and things. Um Meanwhile, Red and Jack are on the other side being like, What the fuck is with them? It's guys? only open for <laughs> one round. I hope so they better long. I mean talking's a can... free action and all, but come on. Wait, do we have six? We only have six seconds. Yeah, you better make right. your decision. Do you quick. want to go first, or should I? I? I think it's sputtering out. Let's go. And Kralov grabs Doran and then jumps through, just as this portal is starting to wink out. That's awesome. What movie I'm thinking of, where they hold hands and they jump forward, and they Aww. go, Mary Poppins, yes, Stargate. Mary Poppins. That's is exactly it Mary Poppins? It. They jump through yeah. a portal. Yeah, when they and jump Mary into Poppins. the uh, cart, the uh, chalk box. Oh, okay. You have <laughs> a wink. Do a double blink. double blink. Boink boink. Um, yeah, yeah, That's cute. and they jump right into my giant portable hole that I have open on the other side. <laughs> Got him! Jack, <laughs> Jack and Red time. Right. That's <laughs> awesome. God. And then it's just quiet. Mm -hmm. What the fuck do we do now, Jack? <laughs> right, I'll take him out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the and one Red fictional joke stare we're having at each other. Yeah, just awkwardly looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do we have a book or something? <laughs> Oh, you want to read? Absolutely. <laughs> Jack jumps in. <laughs> I, I'm asking if you have a book to keep yourself occupied. Oh, I've got a few. Yeah, I just thought you were suggesting we had quiet time, and I was real excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll be here. I'll be back in an hour. So. <laughs> uh, All right. So you guys come to come to being. Is it like do do. Do all your atoms come apart and you die and then like another mm, or is version it... of us? I don't, yeah, I don't think so. We get cloned, I, slightly yeah, you get shorter. Cloned, and then the other, it's like so... the prestige. Yeah, Dorn yeah. doesn't have the scar from the devil on his face anymore. Yeah. He's like just slightly different. Oh no, oh, evil Doran. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't have the beard. He's just got a goatee. He's just wearing all black. Oh no, he's got <laughs> eyeshadow on. <laughs> that would actually be cool if you had a character whose like hook was every time something happens to you, like every time someone casts cure on you, or every time you go through a teleportation circle, you just change like a little bit. Mm -hmm. The yeah. ship of Theseus, how long till you're no longer the same character yes. you started with? Anyway, mm. you're in Jundar's Pass in the Deseran Hills with the high forest just to the east of you and Belliard to the south. You know that this road, if you follow it south, will take you to your own doorstep. It's exciting. The thrill of being close to comfort, maybe. And you make the travel south hastily Arriving at the Hamprat house, 
just as dinner is being served. Smoke curls from several chimneys and wreathes the top of the villa, on whose roof snow clings like icing to a gingerbread house. On the lawns outside, there's evidence of children's play, a dugout snow fort underneath some scrubby bushes, a hill that's marked with trails from a sled. You smell chicken roasting somewhere inside. I smell food. <laughs> uh, better check that out. Could be just, uh, Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fork and guys, knife. guys, we're home. Look. And Red takes a second, just breathes it all in. It's like the closest thing he's ever had to a home. Like even before arriving here, you know, in Mastica, he's never had this. And he like oddly stops as the three of them keep going, and he's like, just, just breathe it in, boys. You head back inside and you hear familiar voices coming from the dining room. You hear the high-pitched voice of B, and you hear Oren laughing at something that she said. And then there's just a chorus of children's voices. As you enter into the hall and you kick the snow off of your boots and shake your cloaks out, someone comes around the corner and you don't recognize them. It's strange. There are people in here. A lot of people that you don't know. Hello. <laughs> uh, my name's Red. This is my best friend Jack and my best friend Kraloth and my best friend Doran. We're your daddies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a strange way of putting it, but mm, I suppose. See? Isn't that what the orphanage means? Isn't that what we're supposed to... I don't... Ridge is like totally blank. Isn't that the thing? Yeah, and this like, you know, 12-year-old is standing in the front hall just... Eyes kind of wide. B, B, there's some people here. You can call me Papa Redsies. <laughs> you hear the scrape of a chair getting pushed backwards. And then all of a sudden, she's there with you in the hall. B, your daughter. B! And Red runs over Dad! and hugs her tightly. Oh, I've missed you so much. Look at you. You look two months older. Welcome home. Oh, you're skinny. <laughs> ah, well, it's been very chilly and not much food. And, and oh my God, it smells good in here. You remember, well, of course you remember everybody. She runs her hand over your quiver. What's this? Uh, it's a long story. Uh, 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 Jack, Doran, Kraloth, uh, it's B. B, wonderful to see you. Hey, uh, Hello, B. We're hoping we could take uh, take some time to oh, stop by for a little bit. Welcome. I'm so happy you could all make it. Oh man. What? What a what a what a trip. Great to see you. Great to see. Oren's going to be so excited to hear everything that you've done. He's been penning these incredible stories. Uh. What am I saying? Come in. It's dinner time. Please, and she leads you forward into the. Oh, uh, hold on, B. I, uh, it's uh, an important. Uh, I need to. Uh, well, uh, I don't know how to put this, but um, I want you to meet your little brother. And Red pull, turns around and takes like a oh. shale from like this sling that's been around his B's back. B's eyes just <laughs> go crazy wide and she drops her hands to both sides as she looks at the bundle in your arms she's like i know i know <laughs> who would have thought i thought yeah oh. yeah i don't uh... yep it's shale he'll sleep in the basement and he's great at making tunnels 
and she, Red just pushes past her. She like follows you like in your wake, trying to get a peek at the creature in the bundle, whatever it could be. It's just like a pile of blankets. And, she's and then like, when Shale locks eyes and they start spinning, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like slap his little hand, his little claw. <laughs> no, no, no. This is just sister Shale. In the dining room, it's a scene of chaos. There are children of all ages, 12 of them sitting at the table here. You recognize immediately Thallus Zoraz, who was the servant boy to the Duchess before you liberated him, mm-hmm. as well as the twins, Elizabeth and Anthony from Grudhog, and some unfamiliar faces. It's friendly chaos, but... Uh, chaos nonetheless and it seems like Oren and B definitely have their hands full here taking care of everybody all together. Oren is sitting at a place of honor at the head of the table. <laughs> His plate piled high with dinner Ooh. and he stands up when you enter. Oh! Master Kraloth! Master Doran, Jack and Red! Oh, this is quite a surprise. How are you? Mm. I didn't get a letter or nothing. Sorry, it was a bit of a... No, it was a well, bit of a surprise we were able to get The last here. minute decision. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We'll, we'll tell you all about it. And let me tell you, a very nice surprise, Doran says, as he's like making his way to the to the food, you know? He's like <laughs> he's like kind of already Elbowing digging... Elbowing orphans yeah. out of the way. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's reached over the orphans. He's like already got a tankard of ale somehow. Orphans love ale. I, I, I was, I was imagining <laughs> eyeing the cabinet where there was that poisoned wine before just to be like, is there any more left? Maybe there won't be any that's... And he's grabbed a chicken leg or, or a piece of meat and he's, and he's, you know, half looking at Oren as he's more focused on the food. But I'll tell you what a great timing this is. Oh, we had to go through a portal and it just really upsets my stomach so i'm really glad that you know we made it here and it's so great to see you all uh, look at all the little kids you guys have really made a real impact here and uh, now i'm just you know, sit down and finish and kraloth doesn't seem too keen on the kids really they're kind of running around and kraloth goes over and he he gives Orin a half hug and reaches over and grabs a, a little pastry and begins chewing on it and says so uh Orin, Mm-hmm. Past couple months, you guys been able to fix this place up pretty good, eh? Oh, well, Master Kraloff, we've been uh, busy for sure. Mm. I mean, B and I have been educating the children. We've got a, a school down um, in the basement. We've oh. done some renovating. Oh, amazing! Re- down in the basement, eh? <gasps> yes. Well, I mean, you did uh, your best, just removing the evil bits mm-hmm. when you were here last uh-huh. as far as i understand but there was some more work to be done and well yes the kids need teaching very nice very nice a school are you teaching them music ah of course i am <laughs> are you teaching them blacksmithing uh well no <laughs> not many of them no <laughs> Well, I could probably think of a pretty good teacher. Are you teaching them manners? I say and slap the bread out of Doran's hand. Nah, come on. I, I, was, I asked Just politely. Kieran runs across to grab the bread on the floor. and. Aww. <laughs> We're obviously a bit worse for wear. We've been having uh, camp manners for the past little while. So uh, understandably, we're a bit... And again, Red looks down at his blood-crusted <laughs> hands. Ah, uh, dirty. Of course. Maybe oh. I'll go wash up. Is my room still available? And Red starts heading up the stairs. Yeah, absolutely. They they left all of your own particular corners of the house 
available and free. Oh. It's a big place. It's a mansion, yeah. yeah. This is a villa. Uh-huh. Dorn kind of gets up from the table and he's like, yeah, that's um, maybe that's fair. Heading towards the kitchen to wash his hand. He's looking at all the kids running around him. He's, he's like, already eaten. You know, uh, you know, human kids are freaking big, man. This is <laughs> this is weird in some ways, you know. And he's like looking up at the kids. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. You're what? How how tall would you be? You're the same size as like a four a foot seven six. year old, probably. You're the same size. So I'm like I I'm like eye That's to a eye tall seven with a lot of these kids. Then cool. So you guys grab a bite and then you make your way to your own private areas. I don't know. How do you guys spend the rest of the evening? Red is by the fireplace as it crackles away the kids sort of chittering around him and laughing he's like, okay hold on, hold on hold on and shale like turns around and and spins on his hinds and does like a little move that red has showed him and all the kids like laugh he's like see see he's one of us b i tell you and he like looks up and like b and orin are sitting off on a couch her like legs tucked up under her and they're just kind of watching Red is at home in the children, like the youngest at heart of all of them, and uh, excitedly trying to make himself feel surrounded by his family as much as humanly possible. I remember Golden Fields when Red was playing tag with the kids yes. during the celebration. Mm, yeah. Maybe so there's a moment, too, where Red's like, well, you know, I mean, I guess it's almost time for bed unless we... You're it! And he, like, touches the kid and, like, runs off laughing towards the underhalls. <laughs> yeah, I, I picture Kieran is playing tag with, with Red and the kids while Jack is walking through. And I remember there's a library somewhere on the on the main floor and sort of going through, sort of filing away the books he's had with him on adventure that he thinks, well, this one can stay here. I probably don't need it. And finding, you know, a few others to take with him for some light reading on the campaign trail just trying to sort through like maybes or must-haves or something just some some really like you know that zen picking new books task love it doran rolls up another cigarette of his and you know sits sort of by the fire where red is and there's kids running around and he he kind of pulls up a chair not beside red but a little bit of ways maybe on the other end of the fireplace and he says now if any of you want to hear some tales of adventure and battle please feel free to circle around me and i'll regale you about some of the deepest darkest magic from the deepest depths Huh. Gather around, kids. Gather around. I think Jack even comes to sit That's and awesome. listen. And as the kids all gather around, Kraloth is is leaning in the doorway, kind of a half smirk on his face. As he's just watching and, and taking it all in. The kids running around with Red and Shale and B and Orin curled up on the couch and uh, Doran and Jack reading to the kids. And uh, he slips back into the shadows of the house and makes his way towards the stairs leading down into the basement. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out his shield and his mace, both of which came from this place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kraloth walks down at the basement. The light of the winter morning filters in through the curtains of your rooms, and you wake up in a soft bed. It's kind of nice, right? You're used to sleeping mm. on the road, sleeping rough oh, quite yeah. a bit. 
sleeping maybe in a stone bed in a giant temple. Although we're not going to talk about that because that's a sad place. We don't talk about the giant temple. <laughs> but There's here no one you talking. are in no, relative Barshnack. comfort, relative quiet, relative safety. <sighs> yeah, definitely the quiet of the the house compared to the inns too that we've stayed at. You know, where there's adventurers downstairs being all boisterous. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's up first in the morning, or do you all tend to lie in? Jack tends to get up with the sunset to go and and watch it and do some lethandry stuff and have a quiet sunset. Moment Whoa, the sure. sunset! Sunrise. He yeah. never even went to bed last oh, night. Oh, oh, oh. He's an elf. What do you want? Uh, Jack tends to make sure he's up during sunrise to, you know, go see the the sun come up whenever he can and, and you know, do some of that Lathander self-reflection and that kind of stuff. Have a cup of coffee, uh, mm. you know, pour over some notes. Yeah, I think, Don't pour your coffee on your notes, Jack. That's a terrible way to read pour them. Pour over my notes. I think, are, you, are you up with him, Red, or no? No. I think Red wakes up in, like... The pile of blankets he's pulled off the bed and made into the corner, like a little nest. He can't go straight back to soft bed. He's got to sort of do a middle ground. Mm. Red's room is by far the most like his personality because it's an amalgamation of like other objects sort of on their side. It sort of looks like there's leaves on the floor at times. Red does roll over into a little sunbeam and wakes up uh, yawning at the sun before joining Jack downstairs. I picture you yawning like a cat or a dog would yawn. Oh, totally. Yeah. Especially in those unselfconscious moments where you know there's no one around that's going to mm-hmm. make a fucking crack Oh, yeah. You full out see my cat backseat. butthole. Yeah, and you like stretch <laughs> and your little claws come out. <sighs> that's cute. Kraloth stomps down the stairs uh, <laughs> yawning himself. Stomps. And... Uh, kind of nods at people as he walks by them and a couple kids run by him and he's like oh oh and he goes straight to the kitchen nods at red where he puts some water in a kettle starts to boil it and um starts making a pour over uh like a pour over coffee he gets gets a single mug out there's like there's a whole bunch of mugs there that are ready to be like grabbed and like made into coffee and he could like even make like a french press he goes for a single pour over and he starts Mm -hmm. making one just for himself (laughs) yeah while humming a tune and i think when jack gets up before before dawn jack you hear like uh I think you hear like a strange thud and you're not really sure what the hell that was, right? A house with kids in it, you know, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But in the wee hours of the morning, Doran is waking from this, you know, crazy nightmare. And, and he sits up straight in bed and throws his axe across the room, chunks right into the wall. And he's in, he's in a cold sweat. Uh, Ooh, did you have a bad dream? Yeah, yeah. And and then, you know, he f- he's looking around. I'm picturing Jack walking by and then splinters from the wall. Just, just dust comes through off the, the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Doran's in a cold sweat. Doran, are you, are you all right in there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, it's it's Jack. I'm, oh, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in if you, if you don't mind. He's thinking to himself, right, it's Jack, of course. You want to come in? No, I'm not. I'm not dressed. Uh, what are you doing up? It's late. I'm going back to sleep. Go. I'm going back to sleep. And and you know, Doran lies back down and still kind of reacquainting himself, reminding himself where the hell he is. You know, Cause I guess I guess what was kind of the last thing on his mind was the mountain coming down 
on Harshnag. Mm-hmm. And I think Doran kind of brushed it off like it didn't affect him much. But I think deep down, you know, seeing the dragon, it shook him, you know, to his to his kind of core. And now he's kind of like thinking, fuck, I got to go back and see my home. Mm. And are there going to be dragons there or, you know, so he falls back asleep and eventually wakes up and you know, kind of moses his way downstairs and joins uh, Kraloth. Good role playing, yeah, Alex. Really yeah, really good well role playing. Oh, I want to give you inspiration for that. Oh, yeah, thank you. Mm. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well done. Morning, B. Oh, morning, Dad. <laughs> Have you been? I I fell asleep yesterday. I saw you watching us in the uh, living room thing, and uh, and then I remember wanting to go to bed, and now it's morning. Well, everyone sort of went off to bed pretty early last night, but I imagine it was quite uh, traveled to get here. <laughs> yeah, in many ways. So, what are you up to this morning? Well, uh, I'm just uh, I'm actually getting ready to go out. Go where? Well, um, I typically, uh, mornings when I don't have much going on, I will swing by Belliard and see if there's anything posted at the Watchful Night. Posted? What's B wearing? B is in adventuring clothes. Oh. She's got her hand wraps on. She has a quiver by the door. You can see that mm. her um, tunic has been well-mended since you saw her last. Clearly, she's been in a scrap or two. Actually, you notice now that it's daylight. She has a silver scar underneath her fur on her jaw that looks like it's still pink from healing. Oh, mm. well, you, uh, you've you been keeping up with your uh, adventuring, I guess. I've been trying. I, I mean, everything was so exciting when we were together. Grudhog and all of that. I mean, I I know that you were trying to protect me as much as possible, so uh, I didn't see a lot of what you got into. But she looks out the window at the snow starting to come down. Uh, let me come with you. Uh, let me let me get my things. Uh, one second. And Red like runs upstairs past Doran. There's like three kids on the stairs. They're in their jammies yeah. and they're like playing with a wooden chariot. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. He like hops over them and he runs into his room and throws on his gear to meet B back outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, good morning, Red. Uh, morning, morning. I'm going with B to uh, Belliard. Oh, sounds good. We'll be back in a little bit. All right. Be safe. She's already got True Stephen <gasps> saddled. True Stephen, I've missed you, my friend. Red walks over and does his primeval awareness and does a little head bump to him. Yeah, True Stephen wickers at you, recognizing your smell immediately. You can tell that the horse is happy to see you. Oh. And B pats his flank. He's been a good horse, Dad. I've been riding him to, you know, exercise and also, well, just the things that they post at the inn are not glamorous. I'm sure you know, small-time adventuring stuff, goblins, kobolds, but I can handle it mostly by myself. Uh, A good horse deserves to be rode. Let me head with you to Belliard. I want to hear more about what you've been up to. So, Doran's coming down the stairs as Red runs up past him, and then he makes it to the bottom <laughs> of the stairs as Red runs down past him, <laughs> back out. Spinning you one way and then spinning you the other way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he enters the kitchen and heads for the coffee as well. 
You got to make it yourself around here. And picks up the French press and he picks up another thing and he looks over at Crayloth and he says, uh, uh, is there a co- There's no coffee made? Where'd you get your coffee from? I made it. We just. And now Doran's looking around kind of st- <laughs> just, like, confused. It's real good. You made one? Uh, Yeah, it's a pour over. Oh. Here, I'll show you. No, no. You just get this little cone thing. You it's stick okay. it on top of your cup. You, you put the filter in. Then you pour the coffee in. Here, do yeah, it yourself. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry do about it. it. You can, Doran, do it. Like, you can do it, Doran. Starts making a French press. You know, he's like, he's oh. he's making coffee for everybody. And Kraloff kind of nods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then as the water is boiling on the stove, you know, Doran um, stands and pulls mm. out his tobacco pouch and rolls a cigarette and mm-hmm. leans down under the stove and lights it. And he flicks out a piece of fire on his beard. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just a little bit of burnt hair smell in the air. Oren wanders in around now, Mm. bleary-eyed. You know him to never have been one for mornings. Mm. And his his hair is all stuck up on one side. (laughs) Mm. Morning, Master Doran. Uh, Good morning, little Oren. Master Kraloth. Morning. How are you? Oh, I slept. I slept well. Thank you. You look like you did. Yes, I did. Mm. How did you sleep, Kraloth? Oh, like the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you to use that. Oh, I've been so waiting for someone to ask you that. Yeah, that is good. That is good. That's not mine, though. Mm-hmm. Too soon. Are you planning on staying here for long? No. Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Uh, um, Unfortunately not, you know... Uh, duty calls type of thing we got this big quest we got to go to some like desert or or maybe a jungle or something like that i don't remember what yeah. the other places were but well yeah there's a couple places of it doran grumbles a little bit to himself and jack calls from the other room i'm setting him up on a map don't worry Doran <laughs> <laughs> oh. does like a little stretch yes i, I don't know I, I, I we won't be in your hair for too long um thank you for putting us up we, we, we do appreciate it You've been looking after this place well. You can stay for as long as you like. I, I, I do have a small favor to ask of you, if that's not too much. There's oh, yeah, good, because I got one too, but go, you go ahead. No, no, you, you first. No, 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 you brought it up first. Mine's not so significant. Oh, my Please. God. Doran, shut up. Oran, what's up? Huh? Well, uh, j- uh, there's a, uh, an old a tree, uh, an oak stump. In the back. I've been meaning to try to dig it out, and mm. it's too big for me. Mm. If you wouldn't mind giving me a hand after you have your breakfast. Uh, happily. Yeah. Speaking of which, that was, that was, that, that was going to be my question. You're going to ask about um, the tree? The who, tree stump? Door? Well, who, who, who makes uh, Endurance now kind of like shifty eyes over at Kraloth, but not really looking at Kraloth? He's like, oh, well, who, uh, who makes uh, breakfast around here? Cause, uh, well, getting... you're welcome to find whatever you like in the pantry. Oh. I'll take care of the children myself. Okay. And then Mish will be by along shortly to start the lessons. So he'll fix lunch, typically. And uh, we all pitch together for, for dinner. Doran's like already off into the pantry. You know, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, help myself. Yes, please. You haven't even finished your sentence. And Doran's like already like off. bites of raw eggs. Got eggs in here. You got eggs in here. Eggs. <laughs> 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 
a bite of an egg. Raw egg. Yeah. <laughs> Love the shell. Eggs in beer. Doran's uh, favorite. Yeah, I think Doran kind of throws together together some some non perishables and downs it in his gullet with the mm-hmm. coffee and and then takes the, the remaining coffee and and goes into the next room. I guess this is like the study. This is like the sure, uh, yeah. Mm, yeah the great room yeah. or something. I think Kraloth follows you in there. Good morning, Jack. What have we got morning. here? Yeah, I think Jack's com- commandeered a table in the study and he's got actual physical paper on it and he's, you know, found the the brand new art supplies that we bought in the last place and he's sketching up a map and trying to put all the different locations we we know down on it. He's, you know, spent spent a little bit of quiet time on Jendar's Pass and a really artful although not expert like uh, depiction of the Hamperat House and and you know can't forget Waterdeep you know Everlyn gets a real half-ass job oh uh, yeah not his best work yeah. uh, just like a pile of shit just like flies spinning but, around but if you don't put Everlyn then you can't put the Evermores on and that's one of the four locations that you know right mm-hmm. right that's right, important right. to us so he's he's mm. duty bound to like put it on the map but you know mm. it's Everlyn <laughs> uh, he's rolling his eyes too. <laughs> Well, you can you can tell the eye roll just through the pen strokes. It's, it's yeah. Uh, and Doran's kind of got his no- own notebook, and he's kind of looking at his notes and looking at your map and looking at this and kind of doing his own little work in his own book. Jack, as your friends come into the study and begin to add their own comments, maybe interfere with your uh, thought processes. Kieran is curled up by the fire and as you begin to explain your illusion what it is Mm -hmm. everyone's looking at in the map and you know kieran sits up bolt upright and they cock their head to the side what's up brimstone smells like smells like imps boss shit in this room or in somewhere else? Make a perception check for Kieran. I'd please. love to. Yeah, let's. Oh, I gotta find his stats. Now. I can't remember. Can we hear Kieran? No, we can't. We can't hear no. this conversation. And Kraloth leans over to Doran and says, "Jack zoned out again. <laughs> he just does yeah. this from time to time." Yeah. What do you think about that stump? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the most important thing to take care of right now. And Kraloth turns around and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I think Doran follows him. Hold on, hold on. What? Uh, what? Well, uh-huh. Oh, you, you look like you were zoning out there. We weren't really figuring out the next piece of the map. 21 perception for Kieran. Ooh. Kieran smells imps. Just give it a second, guys. Imps? Imps. Like Aglap, that other one. Where are they? Kieran makes like a pointer almost. Yeah. And indicates with their nose toward the dining room. Yeah, I... I think Jack starts moving towards the dining room and sort of signals to Doran, go around the other side. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if Doran has his axe with him. No, it's stuck in a wall somewhere. Oh, it's still in the wall. Well, he's sort of in the house. Stuck I don't know. In he's a not going to carry somewhere. it around the house. It would be weird. Yeah. So I, You can Doran tackle just... an imp. You've got fists. You're good. <laughs> Should I run up and get my axe? No, he, da- he dashes up the stairs. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Just, just wait. Don't go anywhere. Like a kid, eh? And he grabs, you hear like, ee, 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 funk. Kraloth, uh, do you want to go around to the other door? Just yeah. 
We can keep these things in one room. They can turn invisible. They can get behind us. We gotta... Oh, they're not that hard. And Kraloth saunters over to the other. They're poisonous, and if they stab a child, they're not gonna make it through. So don't fucking take this flippantly. <sighs> and Kraloth nods at that and uh, places down his cup <laughs> and uh, walks over to the other door. <sighs> okay, I'm back. Uh, I got my axe. Orc let's, like, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get. Yeah, imps, little imps, little bastards. They're probably trying to eat children. Hmm. Uh. Well, lead the way, Jack. What do you do? Kraloth arrives in the dining room and like waits by the side of the door and looks back to Jack and waits for his lead. I think Doran steps in as well. Kieran, your shirt's in the room. Smells like it, boss. Jack's gonna. Pull out his, his wand and wave it twice quickly and put a hypnotic pattern in that room for just a split second to sort of try and stun anything in there for a minute and give us a second to mm. to hopefully sniff him out. Jack and Kieran sort of step in and he motions for you guys to, to follow in the other door. Mm-hmm. Okay. At this grand dining table, there are four children oh, shit. sitting, eating breakfast. Staring into space. Oh no! <laughs> Just like stoned, <laughs> right? It's a har- it's a har- it's a harmless spell. This is this is why Elizabeth we it. and Anthony, who you recognize from Grudhog, oh. as well as two children you do not recognize, are paused with their porridge spoons halfway to their mouths, just looking into the middle distance at whatever hallucinatory image that they have placed there in their brains, and you see no imp. Kieran's tail stops wagging, and they look up at you in confusion. It's gone. Uh, you've hypnotized the children, Jack. This is gonna hurt them. You you did a great job, Jack. Really good job hypnotizing these these imps. Do you do you not do you not understand what one imp can do to an entire world? This this is the place that our friend Red's daughter is calling home with her family this is like the only place red has ever sit down foot and you're gonna let imps into there to ruin it i know what that feels like we gotta get this fixed so pay attention be on the lookout for something that can be invisible and turn into rats and bats and be tricky as fuck get on your toes guys Mm, yeah how long does this spell last they'll be fine in a minute nobody's hurt and for the moment they're not gonna go poke something one minute one minute do you remember uh the imps when we were here last, when we when we originally found this house, no, I forgot all about them. They were all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I remember something. True, Stephen is walking the road to Belliard, basically by memory at this point. The horse needs so little guiding; he is just contentedly plodding along, and there are these gentle snowflakes falling. And you have your daughter here, Red. B yeah. is atop the horse. Yeah, and I'm walking aside it, I think, sort of holding its bridle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sort of, a horse thing. Is it? Yeah. Sure. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> no, one's, no one's saying I'm wrong, so I'll Alex say is it. nodding authoritatively. It is. Yeah, Red's just walking alongside, holding its bridle. It's quite impressive what you and Oren have done here. You were a little bit of an item the last time... Uh, we talked is that still something that's happening or uh yeah of course who doesn't like Orin? 
Can I roll insight on that? Yeah. That is a 19 plus 6. Ooh. <laughs> nope, plus 7. Nice. All right. That is a 26. Dang. Yeah. You know a fib when you see one. <laughs> uh, look, uh, B, you can be honest with me. I hope to be the same with you one day, uh, but there's a lot. What's that supposed to mean? Well, you know, there's a lot that I've done and been up to that you just you wouldn't be interested in but no that's not true at all well maybe there's a lot that i have done that i don't want you to be interested in uh i don't know how to take that look all i mean to say is that you can tell me what's on your mind what's really on your mind if you want i i won't say anything uh, give any opinions on it if you don't want me to I can just be a, a bit of a sounding board I know there's kind of only children and, and Oren there and if, if you have any thoughts you want to share with me it, it might be oh um, now that you mention it we have hired help so there is another adult in the house oh I, you haven't met him yet his name's Mish oh that's nice um hired help to take care of to, to teach the children and care for them uh it's a lot. Oh, is that not something you wanted to do, then? Well, of course. I mean... W- well... Well what? <sighs> Dad, I want to see the country. I, ca- I came here from Mastica to be taught by you. I followed you through cities and a- a- tracked you down. And... Sure, you taught me for a little while, but don't get me wrong. It it felt so good to fall in love with Oren while we were on the road together. And he's a great guy, but I don't think I'm ready to settle down right now. I I don't know what to say. I'm I'm so happy for you i'm so proud of you it feels weird to be proud of you because i don't think i've done enough to deserve this feeling but i am and 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 you have developed into such a better person than i could have ever imagined better than me by a long shot i i can't imagine how that must be weighing on you i i know how it feels to need to move around to not to not want to lay down roots despite maybe knowing you love someone uh your mother obviously was um river well of course i i just mean to say someone that i loved tremendously and then i i felt a great deal of guilt uh leaving it all behind you know and i i i I guess I'm well I guess I'm I'm proud of you and then red sort of trails off sort of a dark cloud sort of washing over him as if he's realizing something and he sort of just stares off into the snowy woods for a second but but you know be be sure that it's what you want you know Oren is a great person and uh, if you do love him maybe Maybe there's, uh, you know, space for you to, to still call this place home. And and he starts fiddling with something in his pocket, in his coat pocket. A small sort of thing just around his fingertips. I think the problem is, Dad, that 
I don't really know what I want. Apart from the fact that I, I miss the adventure from being on the road with you. Y- y- I, yes. I, 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 I don't know if I can say that I love being here at the villa. No, and that's fair, but, 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 you know, you never know where your wanderlust may take you. And I, you know, you have to make sure that you um, think these things through. You have a cushy place here, and uh, and you don't want to go, you know, blowing that up just for a for a life of, of, of what is this? This is nothing. This is this is dirty feet and and, and a sore back, and uh, you know, people hurting people, friends and enemies alike. Uh, it's it, living. It's... I don't want to retire to a cushy mansion and take care of 12 children Dad. Well, why, why why not why shouldn't you that's a that's a perfectly lovely place to settle down because i'm talented and and i'm curious and i want to understand things yes but but but, but what if you make a mistake of course i'll make mistakes no no but what if you make a mistake that you can't undo are you talking about your own shit no yes yes i am and red just stops walking B hops down off of True Stephen and look, confronts him in the road. B, I I love that you have the same drive in you that I see in myself, but it also terrifies me because I know the path I've walked, and I wish sometimes I really wish that I had walked a different one, and and I don't know whether to tell you to follow your dreams or to tell you to run as far away from them as possible because they brought me here and I don't know how much I love where I am right now at least how I got here I I just and Red looks at her eyes for a second and and breathes a sigh you're not me you're really not me you're so much better you're more like her I should tell you something. Something that, uh... Something that I'm ashamed of. Jack, what are you doing right now? I don't think Jack and Kieran are off the case of where the fuck is this imp, and if we've lost the scent, we're gonna go back to where we heard it. got a detective hat on. I I think Doran and Kraloth have... They were like, call us when you find the Dorn and Kraloth didn't smell anything. They didn't see anything. They didn't hear anything. There's a, uh, like, uh, all right, Jack, call us if you find anything. And then we go out and deal with the, uh, yeah, the stump. Dorn's not using his axe on, on wood. Like, this is not, this is not a chopping axe. So I, it's a big stump, too. This thing is like, at least five feet across. Yeah. It oh. must have been 200 years old before it came down. And you can see that probably a couple of the older children, B and Oren, have made a half-hearted attempt at cutting most of the limbs into firewood. They're stacked against the side of the house. Yeah. Must have been quite a storm that blew this down. But it's a huge eyesore. I think at this point, we've gone to the stables. We've got some horses and and we've like rigged up a big roping system and you know we've got some kids that are digging out underneath the stump and you and I yeah yeah have maybe axes well mm-hmm. i feel like doran's doing a lot of this work and Kraloth's standing there with his his coffee which is magically not emptying <laughs> right. he's just like right. 
He's casting create food and water on it. He's just, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know who would make quick work of this? Jack. Mold Earth to literally have the Earth toss it out of the problem, but there's literally way more important things. I can't believe the you. wizard with Mold Earth and, would and be pretty good at this. Amazing. And that is such a brilliant idea, but Doran is so not even paying attention. Yeah. That you know, I wish I wish that he was because then we could just call Jack out and he could do his thing. Yeah. But I love the idea that right now, Doran, you're confronted with this emotional, intellectual problem mm-hmm. of the bad dream that you had mm-hmm. and the realization about Harshnag. That instead of addressing that, yeah. you're like, "Oh, manual labor, got it. Yeah. I can do <laughs> yeah. this for That's an a hour. good point. Not only that, but the soldier too is coming. At this the unit officer of of being mm-hmm. in the in the infantry. I'm like directing the kids as if I was directing. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pull on three. You you kids ready to go up there? And like not not rude, right? And you kids are digging a. What do you think? Is it getting loose down there? How do you feel? This is a big stick, Doran. Yeah, it is. It is. Get ready to pull those horses and move back, kids. And and Doran starts whacking away at this stump with the axe. Awesome. Kraloff just is like following him around and just listening to him direct orders and um, just like casually following. And then at one point in a break, as Doran is swinging his axe, he says, uh, Doran, you ever heard the phrase work smarter, not harder? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I haven't. No, I haven't, Krill. <coughs> oh, that's a phrase that that, that uh, I used to hear a whole lot. Um, and uh, not listening to you right now. Work Wait. smarter, not harder. <laughs> and Kraloff just like, it has like a curious look on his face as he's watching. Can I do an insight roll on on Doran? Ooh, sure. Yeah. Is this contested? Eh. I Ooh. I don't think Doran. You're not trying to be deceitful. No. Right? Uh, Twenty six. <laughs> there you go. Doran's nice. an open book right now. Doran is focusing on you know hacking away, getting this stump out of the ground because then he will be. It will. He will accomplish this, and he can wipe his hands of it, and it will. He can say, you know, I have completed this task. You know, there's a few things going on in Doran's mind, and and that's one of them is that this is an ongoing, very arduous task. And then, of course, the other things are going home, right? And Kraloth sees this, and I think a question raises in his mind. Uh, as to what Doran would do if he didn't have this task to distract himself. So really casually, he just kind of takes another sip of his coffee and then reaches out and casts Blight on this stump, oh. uh, which just fills it with this this life-rotting energy that um, just decimates plants. Hmm. And as it like fills this this root structure with it... yeah. Um, Doran's axe just like just sinks right through it like butter and the horses go you know pull it out and like it all just kind of comes out of the ground yeah it's all just like rotted whoa whoa okay stop the horse yeah that's good that's good what the hell just happened there this is that was way too easy this is I I cast a spell Doran I cast a spell oh took care of it what the hell is your problem we were we were doing it there. We were having a good time. We we we, we would have got it out. We didn't need your help. God, work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, smarter, not harder. 
Very good. Very good. Yeah, you want a sip of my coffee? No. I need, I need something stronger. And Doran sort of throws the axe down and he th- storms inside, you know. Mm. And Kraloff follows and says, I got cooking, Brandy. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do. All right. I thought you guys were watching the kids. I mean, so Jack is full on, like the kids were outside with Kraloth and Doran, had to be as safe as they were going to be. He had yeah. Kieran and him full on investigating every room, <laughs> trying to put together a hypothesis, every egress for a, you know, rat, bat, spider, raven, whatever. He's cataloging them all. He's trying to like go back to first principles and say it was just the smell of brimstone. Okay. How do we like work back where it could have come from or how it could have got there? He's, he, he hasn't stopped looking around and poking his nose in every corner he he can to you know find an imp (laughs) are you making a mess of things it's not it's not tidy but it's not like he's not purposely like he's not breaking anything but there's definitely like things pulled forward or off the wall or you know stacked in a weird corner or something like things are out of place but they're not they're not like strewn about chaotically because you don't want to create more hiding places for this thing Mm. Mm mm-hmm Jack, it's during one of these furniture rearranging sessions, maybe in one of the smaller studies, that you pull a desk aside and a secret compartment pops out of the back of the desk and just <sighs> a whole pile of paperwork falls out. Ooh. Huh. Oh, I could see Jack's eyes right now. <laughs> Even Rob's eyes going, ooh, <laughs> information. Yeah, I mean, he uh, stops and scoops it off the ground and can't help but read the first mm-hmm. page. Yeah, you, you've gone through... Picturing Homer Simpson eating a donut, like, ooh, ooh. like a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> so tantalizing. You have gone through a lot of the paperwork in this place when initially you were cleaning it out. Mm-hmm. So you've seen folios like this before, different ledgers and receipts. But as you are going through this paperwork, you come across some names that you recognize. With your keen mind feet, you immediately recognize the names. Hastios, Kathra, Tayrol Favin, and Erikrid Boulderhead. These were the three names that were in the folio that the assassins in Silvery Moon had on them. Mm-hmm. They are listed as owners of different shipping companies that operate out of Yarder, Waterdeep, and Baldur's Gate. Red and B, you're sitting on a tree stump by the side of the road, errand to Belyard, kind of forgotten. And... When they came for Doran in the market, I knew I couldn't keep it secret for much longer. So I told everyone and uh, asked them not to say anything to you. Probably because I never intended to say anything. Which is another one of my flaws. I thought it would be easier to keep it hidden and run away. But the truth is, I'm used to running away. And I'm starting to grow tired of it. Look, before you say anything, I don't expect a- any understanding or, 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 or acceptance. Uh, I just want you to know, like Jack deserved to know, that I regret it. And I regretted doing it. And I 
I wish I had made a different choice, but that choice did lead me to where I am now, so what that means, who knows. But I'm sorry for what it's worth. How did they take it? I'm having a hard time. Uh, it was a mixed bag, you know? <laughs> uh, Uncle Jack seemed to be a little upset more than the others. Uh, Uncle Crayloth, well, he's doing his own thing right now. Uh, more on that later. And Uncle Doran, he's been having a bit of a self-realization crisis, I think. I don't really know where he's at either. You know, to be frank, the party's kind of fractured at the moment. Red says, kind of throwing his hands to the side. Crayloth used to be my best friend, but ever since One Stone, Crayloth and I have... I don't know, I feel like I've lost him to an extent. And and Doran, you know, we have our laughs, but I, I feel like he would never come to me on a deeper level. And, and Jack, you know, he's the most like a brother because I feel like we're on opposite ends of most problems. But they didn't take it well. But they still care about me, I think. And I hope, at the very least... Maybe you can still call me dad. Of course I can still call you dad. That's... That's stupid. Just because you did something that you regret and you hurt some people doesn't mean you're not my father. I wish you didn't. I wish you had chosen a different way to make money or to make a name for yourself or whatever it was you were looking for. And I wish that you were safer than you are now. But I can't say that I don't love you. And as for your friends, well, I know that everyone has their own flaws. And just as you see through theirs, and you're their friend, they will see through yours. And if they don't, well then, they don't matter. You are such a good person. You're cool. I like you, B. You're such a better version of me. Honestly, I keep <laughs> saying it, but saying it's true. That. But it's so true. What a great way to... I... I'm sorry. I, 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 I didn't want to tell you, and that's probably the worst of all of it. But the truth is, when you told me back there that you wanted this life of adventure, I, I got so scared that you would make the same stupid mistakes that I did. I will. I, I'm going to make mistakes. But that's part of making... A life. That's a story that we all get to write for ourselves. I'm excited not to join a secret assassin's guild and kill a bunch of people, but... I mean, they pay well. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can get you in touch with them if you want. I mean, like, there's, there's numbers, I know. I think Jerry's still in charge of booking. The only thing that's holding me back is the fact that there are 12 children in that home. Well, God, that's not your responsibility, and but it never should have been, and I'm sorry. Look, things came about in a way that just spiraled, and I don't think Jack, nor myself, nor the others realized the burden we were putting on you. That was never our intention. Who with them? But it wasn't our intention. No, no, we'll hire somebody. Jack's got money, he's got parents. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, if, if, this should never have been your burden, and I, and I don't want it to be, and I promise you that none of the other guys want it to be either. And She flings herself onto you and gives you a giant hug. I... Thank you. Red just hugs her back. It's so easy to get caught up in this, this idea of this reordering that we, I, I have such a tough time realizing how important it is for you in your role here. But don't stay another second in that house if it means that you are being withheld from everything you want. Jack would 
we will find out a way immediately uh, upon returning to to make that possible. I promise you. I'm sure he's there right now finding a way to make that place clean and organized and just make it run as efficiently as possible. We just cut back yeah. for three seconds as he's throwing an armchair out the window. <laughs> House is burned to a ground. Jack has just demolished it. To <laughs> and then we cut back to B. Anyway. Can I ask for one more favor? Anything. Can I come with you when you leave? I need to get out of here. And I think it will be easier if I leave when you do. I would be so honored to have you with us. You can be New Kraloth. I mean, you can be my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, yes, of course, of course you can. At least I made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, let's let's go back home. Yeah, the yeah. goblins can wait. Uh, you, you know, you head back home. I'm 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 gonna go to Belyard. I'm gonna get a few potions of greater healing. I uh, I owe someone at least one of them. Uh, but, but 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 you go. Uh, you know, take your time back, and I'll I'll, I'll race you home. I, I promise I'll beat you there. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good to clear my head as well. All right. Bye, Dad. Bye, B. And 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 and, and thank you. And she rides away. Doran and Kraloth are sitting outside on a rock by the ruins of the stump as kids are carrying away these, like, mushy, rotten pieces of wood. Oren is nearby with his mandolin out, and he's composed this song about how heroically the two of you dispatched with the stump. With with a single act. and And how the horses were sweating and how their snow was flying and and then Kraloth came and the stump exploded and it's all very heroic it's like a really vague song that it's not Mm. like about a stump but overcoming some great thing oh yeah the whole thing is a a metaphor yeah for like life or something Kraloth passes Doran back the bottle of brandy and says uh I'm gonna be humming that tune for a while yeah, yeah, you're telling me. Huh. Hey, listen, I, I didn't I didn't mean to explode on you there. I, I, no, you were angry. It's all good. I didn't I didn't sleep well and well, and I didn't have a drink yet today and I always calm as <laughs> my thoughts. Dark. Mm, mm, mm. It's a dwarven way. I just wanted to do that and 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 you know uh, you know, I, I would have been able to say, yeah, like, you know, here I am. I'm helpful. I've, I've done that. Yeah, you were using a task to distract yourself and not face something that was bothering you because a part of you is still a coward, is still afraid <laughs> that if you face these difficult <laughs> feelings within yourself, are you all right there? Doran was like following you along drinking up until you said coward and he spits his drink. Oh, maybe coward is the wrong word. I mean, uh, <laughs> craven or um, mm, like a uh, yellow. Yellow. <laughs> Listen, I I understand what you're saying, and I, I okay, fine. You didn't mean to say coward. I'm not afraid. Okay, I'm not afraid. You know, put me up against a a, a bugbear. Yeah, put me up against a dozen orcs. I don't care. Mm. And then he takes another swig. Mm. But, you know, if you have to put me up against my family and friends again, the way they look at me after. Well, shit. Kraloth, I don't know. That, to me, is it's a, it's a bigger task than I've had to deal with in a long time. Mm. Do you worry about 
what the people you care about think about you? It's more about, you know, the way they treat me. Hmm. Ah. You're worried that if you do something wrong or make a mistake that uh, they're going to start treating you badly. Well, I think the mistakes have already happened. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. You know what? I'll figure it out when, we, when we'd figure it out, I guess. Yeah. These things take time. <sighs> or you die and everything changes overnight. Who knows? You know, you say once you die, it never really matters. But, I mean, shit, Kraloth. You died. You died. And you're here. So. Yep. What does that mean? I mean, you died. You died. You And since then, you've been. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, I look at red and mm. honestly, Kraloth, you've been a you've been a bit a, a bit of an asshole. <laughs> yep. I'm glad we can laugh about this. <laughs> Me too. Well, you're not wrong about that. I mean, the way I see it is that uh it's alright to be an asshole. I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm being honest, aren't I? Yeah. Would you rather be someone kind to your face but is lying through their teeth to you or someone who tells you how they feel it is and be a jerk just let that spirit flow so to speak before you died i always thought you know what that kraloth i think he's just being nice i don't think he's saying what he really means but now Hmm. i mean hell your honesty is (laughs) I would say it's refreshing, but it's more, <laughs> what's the word? <laughs> it's uh, paralyzing sometimes, your honesty. <laughs> yeah. Kraloth smirks, and he leans back and swishes around the brandy a little bit, and he sees it's a little low, so he raises a finger and rises it back up. Oh, and takes sweet. another swing. <laughs> yeah. No wonder Doran's, like, drunk. <laughs> You guys have been sharing this ball for half an hour. New Kraloth is at the precipice of a new discovery of how to interact with this world, this existence, in a way that honors his own power. The new Kraloth has a spine, you see. Hmm. He also has a voice. And as he moves in the world and learns about himself, he's discovering that he has a lot more power than people allowed him to have. And if he could just take that power into the palm of his hands, he could do a lot in this world. Jack, what are you doing? Jack's been tearing through the house, panicked. Mm -hmm. At his wit's end, he rushes down the stairs. He starts drawing a big circle out in front putting in some arcane sigils to try and... Downstairs? Right out front of the door. He needs to be outside. He needs to be touching the earth for this spell to work. And he's... Okay, okay. He's, you know, pulling together all of the sigils in it. It's a, it's a big circle, ready to, like, pull off the most powerful summoning he's ever done. And and he's, you know, tossed his backpack on the ground to get all of his, his kit out of it. There's this panic. Whenever Jack's in a panic, like, he's reaching for magic. He's drawing this summoning circle... And there's just like when he summoned the imp for the first time in the house after Gredhog right here, you know, he's, he's reaching for that tool. This time, a more powerful spell, certainly he's going to control it. And there's a minute where he sees the flute stick out of a corner. 
and he stops himself and goes back and changes some of the sigils for a minute and then pulls out the flute and shouts, Hey, everybody, come here for a minute. Gather around. We're, it's, it's song time. I, Oren, I'm going to show you how bad I am at this flute. And he waits for a minute for everybody to get around and he completes a tiny hut around us and keeps everyone there for a minute, at least in his mind safe and like starts to, you know, play this little flute, let everybody laugh at him, try and like explore a different part of his personality, like just do anything else, channel that Mm. energy into some kind of frantic something until he feels a little bit more in control of himself. At least he's made a space that is and safe for a minute. I feel like Doran and Kraloth are like standing there behind like the kids who are like clapping and like, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. Jack finishes like his second panicked tune that's only slightly better than the first one and then uh, says, okay, somebody else's turn to sing and like invites one of the kids into the center. Oh, well done, Master Jack. Now, uh, if you don't mind, let me show you how to hold it properly. <laughs> and that's when you see B. She rides up happily, it seems, based on the speed of the horse. And she looks around as she enters the yard and dismounts. What's going on here? Oh. Uh, we're just having a bit of a, a sing-along, I guess. Where, mm-hmm. Where's Red? Huh. Oh, he said he was going to beat me home, of course. Uh hmm. I left first, but he's become quite a good writer. Mm, I'm sure he's Mm. in town doing something still. Probably some sort of surprise. We're buying potions. Maybe he's uh, hunting imps. Hey, hey, Jack. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I'll I'll go inside. I'll take another look around. Doran goes inside to look around for more imps or signs of imps. She passes the reins off to Anthony, who's seems fairly comfortable with the horse, leads the, the animal back to the stables. I- imps. Um, Kieran smelt brimstone at some point, and so we were, just wanted to be sure the house was safe. That's concerning. And and maybe you hear like a like a, a clanging in the kitchen from, from inside, and mm-hmm. Doran kind of steps out, and he's got soot all over his face. I think that uh, the smell of brimstone was actually just normal... Uh, smoke and soot from the fire, uh, you know, in the, in the kitchen stove. I looked in there, and there's a lot of uh, ashes. And, uh, well, Oren's cooking dinner, so, uh, you know, it was going and stuff. So I thought I I thought I smelled brimstone, but it was just burning. You sure it's not just burning that you smelled, Jack? Or Maybe, I guess. Well, I, I just came to tell everybody that dinner is almost ready. Mm. And so, uh, you know, you should wash up kids uh and then he looks at his own hands and walks back inside (laughs) (laughs) that's good the kids kind of start to follow you doran and the yard empties out Mm. what what's that Hmm? b points towards a smudge on the horizon is that smoke Uh. oren comes out onto the porch and sees everyone standing in the snow. He's wiping his hands on a dish towel, and he looks up at the sky towards the smoke. What are, what are y'all looking at? Well, I'm looking at a fire over there. I don't know. I think it 
I think it might be Noner's hold. I don't think it's much for us to worry about, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh. It's just it's just strange to see a fire in that direction. I mean, uh, it's fine, Doran. It'll be all right. Fires happen all the time, and Kraloff begins walking up the steps. I heard there were some knights of Kelimvor in the area. In fact, I saw one ride that way not two days ago. Hmm. And Kraloff stops, just as he's about to step through the door, and turns around, a dark look on his face. Uh, what did you say, Oren? I, I saw a knight bearing the sigil of... Uh, of Kelimvor, with the, the scales, the balance, uh, ride towards Noanar's hold. There's a pause as he just kind of looks off to the side a little bit, clearly thinking. And then the side of his mouth quirks up in a grin. And he says, Well, uh, Knights of Kelimvor, you say? Well, perhaps it is worth investigating this fire after all. Hmm to the stables. Maybe it's time to, I don't know, balance the scales a bit. The sun is starting to get low in the sky when you exit the potion shop, Red. <sighs> at the side of the building, True Stephen is standing at the hitching post, right where you left him. Hey, buddy! Alright, we're not gonna beat B back, but uh, if we ride quick enough, we'll be there before dinner time. And as you put your things in the saddlebags and get ready to mount up, someone throws a rough sack over your head. Before you can even fully register what's happening, a heavy blow cracks across the back of your skull, stunning you. You drop to the snow, and the second swing puts you out like a light. Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Alexander, Ruku, Lost With Two Faces, Matilda Rushing, Lida, Chelsea Chong, KR, Sky, Creature, Regan, Michelle Conn, Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Melanie Chien, Artistic Witch, Brian Blas, Lars, Gray, Bryn, Daniel, Tara, Doug, Mari Kaniski, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, and Michael and Brianna Weber. Thank you so much! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.